Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the English with Grace podcast. This is a centralized hub for students, teachers, and English language learners to practice their English and listen to the differing opinions of other English speakers. The content and focus of this podcast will vary, and my goal is to introduce listeners to a variety of perspectives, backgrounds, and experiences as we discuss topics that are also presented in my English with Grace conversation classes. So I'm very excited to have you here. I hope you enjoy this discussion. And of course, like and subscribe if you like it. And I look forward to seeing you in some of our upcoming conversation classes. All right, everyone, welcome back for another episode of English with Grace. Today, I am so excited to finally have this guest on the show. Uh, she was my roommate in grad school and now a lifelong friend, but I'm going to have her introduce herself first. Hello. It's great to be here. Thank you, Grace. Um, yeah, I'm Maria. I'm from Argentina. Like you said, we met at grad school. Um, first of all, the garden. <laughs> um, and then we became roommates and had a great pandemic year together. Mm -hmm. um, I came from Argentina to the U.S. Um, about seven years ago to be a ski instructor and fell in love with Tahoe, the place where I live now, and uh, tried to figure out a way of being able to stay here and do what I love and be in the place that I love. And I made it work. I went over to grad school, finished my degree in international environmental policy, and then moved back here to Tahoe last year, um, where I'm happily working now. Oh, yes. Okay, great introduction, by the way. Very detailed. I was going to ask you all those follow-up questions, but now I don't have to. Uh, okay, so just to clarify, a, a degree in international environmental policy. Yes. Okay? Um, and then I wanted to clarify, you said Argentina, but where specifically, in case I have anybody listening that's from Argentina? Yeah, so I was actually born down in the south. Uh, in the uh, Patagonia region, mm -hmm. but I grew up in a small town called Concordia that's four hours north of Buenos Aires, the capital mm -hmm. city, and I lived there until I was about 18 and moved to Buenos Aires to go to um, undergrad there, mm -hmm. um, and then I moved over here. Yes, and your English is impeccable, so I'm sure people are wondering how long have you been learning English? What was that process like? Uh, yeah, to... thank you. Um, I started learning English when I was about two years old because I went to a bilingual school in Argentina. Um, so for uh, all uh, primary school or elementary school, uh, we would have a half day in Spanish and a half day in English with all the same courses. And then in um, middle in high school, um, we would have different different classes. Uh, in both languages uh, all throughout the day. Mm -hmm. uh, mostly the, the curriculum that we were following was from Cambridge University. So I really learned my English more um, from England. Uh, so that took a little adjustment with some words and certain things, mm -hmm. but uh, that's where I learned. And then just coming here to the US and working, I got to practice it more. Yeah, was the American accent hard to adjust to? Um, not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> now you're used to it. <laughs> now I'm used to it. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't hard, but at the beginning there's a lot of uh, words and idioms and um, just phrases that people use that I had never heard before ever. 
And now that I know them, they make more sense. But at the beginning, I was like, what the hell are Mm -hmm. these people saying? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, welcome to the United States. No, (laughs) unless you start, unless you start focusing on idioms uh, and paying attention to how many we truly use in daily speech, uh, it's it's actually incredible uh, that people can learn English with the amount of idioms that we use. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> so, um, okay. Well, thank you for the background information. Another thing I wanted to ask you, and this will uh, explain why I invited you on the show for this topic. What do you do, Maria? What's your job? I am the regional sustainability manager for the Tahoe Vale Resorts. So uh, Vail Resorts is a company that owns about 40 ski resorts um, in the U.S., um, Canada, and Australia, and now Switzerland. And I'm in charge of the sustainability of three of them uh, that are in the Tahoe region, Kirkwood, North Star, and Heavenly. Mm -hmm. So I am in charge of pushing our 2030 targets. Mm -hmm. Those are being zero waste to landfill by 2030, zero net energy by 2030 and zero impact to forests and habitats by 2030. Um, So I just work here with all my, all the teams in the resorts to try to get to those goals and figure out how to get there as most efficiently and cost-effectively as possible. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you are the perfect person for this conversation because today I would love to talk about sustainability with you. Um, Mm -hmm. And so to clarify, your title is sustainability manager. Yes. Yeah. Okay, great. Regional sustainability manager. <laughs> yes. And which ties in perfectly with your international environmental policy masters. So uh, yes, I actually, um, when I did international environmental policy, I followed the sustainability management track because mm-hmm. uh, it made more sense for me. Um, I'm also an economist before getting this master's. So um, I wanted to stay in the side of management and numbers and all mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, So, well, my first question about this topic, uh, do you think we are currently living in a climate crisis? Do you think we need to be worried about where we are headed on a global scale? That's my first question. Sadly, yes. Um, We are definitely in a climate crisis. Um, All the biggest um, scientific uh, bodies in the world, the IPCC, which is the Intergovernmental Panel for Climate Change, um, which is um, it's a panel of scientists, global scientists from all over the world um, who are not connected to any organizations. They purely do science, no politics, no anything, so that to keep it completely unbiased. Mm-hmm. Um, so that um, that panel has said t- time and time again that we are clearly heading to some uh, changes that won't won't be able to be reverted mm-hmm. um, if we if we hit certain thresholds by 2030, which is where we're heading right now. There's um, there's a chain of events that might might happen after that, that we would not be able to um, undo. And that will, that would mean uh, uh, losing different animal species, plant species, um, sea level rise, um, and simply the accumulation of greenhouse gas emissions in the atmosphere uh, that keeps, um, that makes that the weather patterns in the planet and a lot of other consequences um, happen uh, at a global scale 
Mm -hmm. um, and the funny or weird part is that we are in this together. So um, it doesn't matter how good I'm being with my greenhouse gas emissions. If another country is not, then all those emissions are being stuck in the atmosphere. Mm -hmm. And we are all going to see those, um, those challenges once they start um, appearing, not, uh, not just the, the ones that are doing the things wrong. So it makes right. it a particularly weird challenge to face uh, at a global scale. Yeah, uh, this crisis has no borders. Right. This is we all need to be on the same page as a globe, not as a country. Yes. Yeah. Uh, is that what you studied in your degree, international environmental policy, like how to get all the countries to work together to? Um... Uh, yes, a little bit. Yes. Um, which uh, was very interesting. There's um, we usually focus on the U.N. in the and um, the different uh, meetings that they have every year. Uh, they are the only kind of international body that's talking about this at a global scale. Mm -hmm. um, we have the Paris Agreement uh, that happened in 2015, which was great to create consciousness and every country had to create their own uh, commitments to decrease greenhouse gas emissions and um, other criteria. Mm -hmm. um, the thing is that they are voluntary. They're all in a voluntary basis. So um, there's some organizations now that are tracking how every country is doing, but essentially everyone can do whatever they want. So it's a great start to put all that together, um, but um, still a lot of work to get there. Yeah, definitely. Uh, okay, well, this leads into the next question. So thank you for sharing that information. I had never heard of IPCC, so I'll put uh, a little explanation in the description of this podcast uh, for my followers. And then Maria, can you, in your own words, define what is sustainability? Yes, so sustainability talks about a process that can be maintained over time, not necessarily self-maintained, but that it can be maintained over time. And mm -hmm. in ecology and economics, uh, when we talk about it, we mean um, a process or uh, pol um, policies that can be maintained over time um, that won't affect uh, current or future generations. So anything that we are doing today, it's to, um, to make sure that future generations as well as current ones can continue to live and mm -hmm. survive the way that we've been for the last millions of years. Yeah. But yeah. Great. Yeah, no, that was a great definition. Um, and so if something I'm doing uh, is, you know, cannot be done in the future, that is not sustainable, right? Uh, essentially. So if, to put it in uh, like a everyday example, if you uh, decide that you, you haven't run a single day in your life and you decide that you want to run a marathon in two weeks, and you start training every single day at your highest speed and you're like killing yourself to get there. Yeah, you might get there, but then you're not gonna do it again because mm -hmm. you killed yourself to try to get there. Mm -hmm. So that's clearly not a sustainable behavior because you mm -hmm. can't keep that up every single day of your life and yeah. be okay at the end. Right, great example. Uh, that was perfect. <laughs> um, okay, then last, 
thing I would like to ask you. So we have identified that this isn't indeed a crisis. We've defined sustainability. Do you have any specific steps uh, or things that you would recommend people do to be more sustainable? Um, so trying to be a little solutions oriented here rather than to uh, doomsday. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, whenever I'm asked this question, the first thing I'd like to say is, Yes, there is a lot of things that we can do, and I'll touch on those, but always remember that this is, a, this is a bigger issue. This is a global problem. So yes, there is a lot that you can do, but also there's a lot that governments and companies need to do for us to get there. It's the, the current world is not making it super easy for everyone to be very sustainable, so it does take a little bit of effort, and that's what um that like takes people out from actually doing certain things because i feel like it's it's a small thing to do in the global scale of things mm -hmm. having said that there's definitely a lot of things that we can do anything that we should do um waste for me is um very dear to my heart because i hate it <laughs> um and i think that's where the best solutions and the easiest solutions uh usually come first the typical things that we can do is simply stop using um, any one-time items. So think of bags, straws, um, cups, anything that you can replace. So you can have your little water bottle that you take everywhere with you, uh, tote bag that you can have in your car for you when you go grocery shopping. What else? Um, eating less meat because meat is a very high methane creator, which is a gas that's many, many times worse than carbon. Uh, so it creates a lot of greenhouse gas emissions. Um, and walking and biking to places more and leaving the car at home. Mm -hmm. um, that's, that's definitely a huge one. It's a very important one. Um, and then just in general, being conscious of the things that we consume uh, when you're at the grocery store and if you're able to buy some things in bulk, then that's always going to be better than buying in plastic. Mm -hmm. um, et cetera. So just being mindful and conscious every day of the things that we do and what small changes we can, we can take that are not gonna, that not gonna daunt us and make it not sustainable, mm -hmm. uh, but maybe doing one little thing at a time, one new, one new step that you can do every month, for example, so that you don't torment yourself trying to be super sustainable all at once. You can mm -hmm. always do small steps, um, and again, then asking uh, our governments and companies to step up and simply offer offer more products to us that don't contain that much waste mm -hmm. and are created more consciously for the environment in general. Okay, wow. Uh, I'm so glad I asked you to be the speaker on this topic. I'm going to repeat those back to you to make sure that I got all of them. So I think you named four and then five was uh, kind of the last overall one, but one, try to reduce your waste. So use um, the same coffee cup, just get it refilled. Don't buy plastic water bottles, no single use plastic, stuff like that. So reduce yeah. waste. Uh, two was uh, try to reduce the amount of meat you eat or maybe choose vegetarian or vegan options when possible. Yes. Okay. That's a huge one. Yes. I was hoping you would talk about that one because I know you are a vegetarian and I am inspired by you. <laughs> um, three was uh, bike or walk as much as possible. Maybe use public transportation. Yes. Uh, rather than yes, thank you for that one. Yep. Mm -hmm. Which again ties into the fifth one about the government, like more public transportation for 
the country, the US, I think we struggle with that a little bit. Um, yeah. And then number four uh, was to buy in bulk or when you're at the store, kind of be conscious of, you know, single use plastic and uh, the products that you're buying. And five was overall, the government and companies need to be held responsible as well to make sure they have sustainable practices. Yes. Okay. Great I think we should summary. make a little infographic right? <laughs> to sum up <laughs> our combo. Uh, yes, I wanted to make sure that active listening, I got it. And then also just to recap for my listeners, but I think those are great suggestions. I am trying to do some of those. Uh, Isaiah is also my boyfriend, very into um, environmentalism. And he's trying to eat less meat, Maria. So you'd be proud. Oh, nice. <laughs> we'll Yay. see how that goes. <laughs> All right. And then, so you've made it to the end of the interview. Big moment. Mm -hmm. uh, the last part of the podcast is to share an idiom, an expression, or a quote related to today's topic. Do you have anything you'd like to share with my listeners? Yeah, I have a quote that um, I've always loved about this topic that I heard a few years ago. And it's, um, we are the first generation to see the impacts of climate change and the last one with the power to change it. Oh. So, yeah, it's a pretty strong one, but it's true. We, we are the generation that started seeing sea level rise. We, we're seeing the consequences of climate change every day um, with changing weather patterns, floods, et cetera, all over. And sadly, we're running out of time. So we are the last ones that can actually do something to stop it. Mm -hmm. um, and we will, but it just takes a lot of work. Oh, that was such a great quote to choose, uh, Maria, leaving, leaving my followers with a challenge. I challenge everyone to try to take steps uh, like towards a more sustainable life. But I'll put the quote in the podcast description as well. That one, yes. uh, my jaw dropped. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, Maria, I cannot thank you enough. This was so great. You're so wise and you have so much information and knowledge to share about this topic. So really appreciate you taking the time to come and chat and uh, just share your expertise. You're amazing. Of course, thank you. Anytime. All right, everyone. Thanks again for joining us for another episode of the English with Grace podcast. I hope you enjoyed this discussion. If you did like this episode, please go ahead and like and subscribe and keep an eye out for more episodes coming soon.